but still, it is in spirit. It is in spirit. We've had a good Halloween here. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, Welcome. to episode 12. Of the Cigar Match podcast. God, 12 I episodes. That, you know, I realized very rarely do we include the name of the podcast in the intro. So. Oh, yeah. The Cigar Match podcast. <laughs> you can check us out. We have a yeah. webpage. I didn't yeah. make it. Adam made it. But we still have yeah. a webpage. We do have the website, Cigar Match pod, <laughs> thecigarmatchpodcast.com. And we have a whole bunch of social media. A lot of you guys already know where to find us on Instagram. Uh, we are on all of the platforms as well. We're on Twitter, X, whatever you want to refer to it as. We do have a Facebook page. Doesn't get used as much, but yeah, if you like us, go give us a follow on some social media. We do sometimes post some cool stuff. So You mean yeah, Facebook is outdated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facebook is the one that I that I don't post to as often. Uh, yes. it's basically it's it's linked to the Instagram. So whatever I post on Instagram just posts automatically on Facebook. Well, good. That's the one that my wife, who's old like me, that's the ones <laughs> we like. Yes, I always know there's going to be one notification for, for Bruno's wife. I'm going to get at least one like on everything I, that gets posted on Facebook. Yes, she most certainly <laughs> Thank will. Thank you, Bruno's wife. So, yeah, so, man, let, let's dive into episode 12. Yeah, you and, I some. Had, you and I have had a busy few days. <laughs> uh, I want to go over last night. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll, hang on. We'll get there. We'll all get right, there. all right. I want to set right. the stage a little bit. Right. So the thing that I find interesting, Bruno and I talk every two weeks on this podcast. I consider Bruno one of my closest friends. Bruno, how often do we see each other in real life? Not as often as we should. Probably once no. every month, every two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's not as not much as we should. I mean, we're an hour from each other, even though yeah. we're both, you guys know where we live now, even though we're both yeah. in that area, we're still an hour from each other. Yeah. How often have we seen each other in the last week? <laughs> Like 68 times. <laughs> yeah, it seems like every other day I'm hanging out with Bruno. So we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. So Bruno's excited about Halloween. Let, let's start there. How was, yeah, let's so talk about Halloween. Halloween. So it was a great time. Went down, hung out with Adam, his wife, his children. Well, they're, they're still children <laughs> to me, but they're not exactly... They're not as young as I remember them. No. <laughs> so... One of the things we got to do was smoke a cigar. And we'll talk about that cigar in a minute. But what I wanted to do is we were talking about this beforehand and events, just events in general. We talk a lot about brick and mortar events, but what about just private events between you and a friend or you and a neighbor or just you and a stranger? Just go out and grab a stranger off the street and say, hey, you smoke cigars? Let's go to my house. Let's go have a cigar. That's a little weird, but yeah, <laughs> probably not. Um, maybe not your best choice, depending on where you live. Yeah, yeah. You maybe want to at least make it someone that you know. So I want you to talk about what I got to finally have a cigar with Hunter and Blaze. Yes. So that yes. was awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to let Adam ultimately talk about the cigar. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Halloween. So first of all, let me set the stage here for Halloween. I've said I've set, yes. set the stage too often in this podcast already, and I apologize. <laughs> um, so Halloween, Halloween's a big deal in my household. Um, very big deal. Uh, when we bought the house that we live in currently, the mo- one of the most exciting things we learned is that Halloween in our neighborhood is a very big deal. Uh, it reminds me of Halloween when I was a kid. When I would go out with with my sister, my parents, and our friends, we would trick or treat with what seemed like hundreds of kids. It seemed like there were kids everywhere trick or treating. Now, granted, I did grow up in the uh, inner city, so you know houses were right on top of each other. As we're, you just walk down the block and you would hit you know forty houses, uh, but nonetheless, kids were everywhere. Halloween seemed very popular at that time. As I've grown older, maybe it's just that I've grown older. Halloween seems like it's it's lost some of its luster. Not necessarily to me, but in general. I've noticed less and less trick-or-treaters. Uh, so we bought this this house a few years back, our first Halloween here. We had hundreds of trick-or-treaters at our house. Uh, a line down one side of the street, around the cul-de-sac, back up the other side. Uh, just a constant line all night long. And we were like, wow, this is awesome. So since that, 
that first Halloween every year, we make it a big deal. We have we have friends over, we have family over, we have a, a nice fire in the driveway, and there are just buckets of candy. Um, my wife doesn't know the limit to the amount of candy she should buy for Halloween. No, or um, how much you should give to each kid. <laughs> no, no, she gives very generous handfuls of candy to each kid. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so we, we make a big deal of Halloween. It's fun. We love it. Um, we hand out a lot of candy. And so this year... Uh, I was, we were hanging out with Bruno and his wife uh, a few weeks back and they mentioned they don't get trick or treaters. They get a couple. And we said, well, you guys should, should come to Halloween at our house. So we'll hand out candy. We will smoke some cigars and it'll just be a good time. So that's what happened. Just yesterday, Bruno and his wife came, came to our house for our little Halloween get together. Uh, I've never ordered so much pizza that it gets delivered in like a crate. <laughs> yes, that it was did. interesting. <laughs> that was a lot of pizza, but yeah, so we got together and, that's going to pivot into to a point that I wanted to bring up because it's interesting. And it dawned on me last night. We got together. Uh, we, we had some pizza, and we moved our operation out into the driveway. We had the fire going. It was very cold. Uh, if you are if you know the weather in the Midwest, uh, Cincinnati. Uh, we actually, at one point, I looked around, and I saw white in the sky, and I thought it was oh, ash I, from the fire. No, and I wasn't. looked up the street, and it was it snow. Wasn't. It was snow. No, it, it was snow. <laughs> I was like, wow, it is cold. It's It snowed. Uh, so we're standing in the driveway, got the fire going, handing out candy. We Surprisingly, as cold as it was, we still had a fair amount of trick-or-treaters, which was awesome. Yes. Uh, it, but as soon as we decided we were going outside to get set up, the first thing that uh, that I did, grabbed cigars. And Bruno grabbed the cigars I had for him, said, let's go. So we go out, and he says, what are we having? I pulled out. I had kind of planned ahead. I had something... Um, Kind of, I had something special we talked about on the podcast. We had the Alec Bradley Magic Toast fifth anniversary. That's a limited edition. Uh, there were what is there two thousand boxes, two thousand ten yeah. count boxes. So, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty limited. Uh, that's what I had in my head that we were going to have last night, and that is what we we that is what we had. Yeah, last pretty night. much. Yeah. Now th- this is where I want to get to my point on this. Was that the right choice of cigar for our our small event last night? And that's that's the topic that I want to dive into is is picking the right cigar for your event, and that doesn't mean an event in a brick and mortar. That that can be as, an event as simple as I'm going to sit on the I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to watch football. Okay, you pick your cigar. So last night we were outside. We weren't outside to just sit and and have cigars. We were passing out candy. We were interacting with the people around us. We had our family around us. We had trick-or-treaters coming up, interacting with the families that were coming up getting candy. So we weren't just, hey, we're going to sit by the fire and smoke a cigar. Having said that and looking back, perhaps the Alec Bradley Magic Toast 5th anniversary <laughs> wasn't the right cigar for that, that Thank you. <laughs> and I, I, that didn't dawn on me until yeah. I was probably three-quarters into the cigar yeah. and I'm going, you know, it's, I haven't paid much attention to this. Yeah, it. it I was bummed after yeah. I was maybe a quarter into it, and I was. So we were <clears throat> standing around, and all four of us were smoking the same cigar, which was awesome. Yep. But about a quarter into it, you know, it's down. It's in the mid thirties temperature wise. We got a snow squall for about three minutes. Didn't stick, thank God. And the wind was just whipping. And we're about a quarter into it, and I'm thinking, man, I would have loved to have been able to actually sit and analyze this cigar and, since and it is yes. a, a – I won't call it a rare cigar. I hate saying that. It, uh, yeah. More difficult cigar to obtain or a limited yeah. cigar. Limited, yeah. rare to a lot of people means, oh, you don't touch that or do anything with it. Nope, not with cigars. You smoke them. Yeah, that's what they're for. Yeah, and the same. I was about three-quarters of the way in before it struck me that – Hey, I'm almost done with the cigar, and I really haven't paid much attention to it enough to say, yeah, this has been really yeah. good. And I think it, at one point, I I asked uh, Blazing Hunter, I asked my sons, I said, what do you guys think of this cigar? And they, you know, they kind of gave me some thoughts, and theirs were pretty brief because, again, we were all doing other things, and they both said they were really, really enjoying it. But it was in that moment where I was thinking, wow, I had a ton of other cigars we could have had tonight <laughs> um, while we were while we were yes. doing the whole trick-or-treat thing that may have been better selections. Uh, and so that's where, you know, when, you, when you're, you're picking a cigar for an event, some of the notes that I was putting together is, are, are you, what is the event? 
are, are you are you getting together strictly for the sake of smoking a cigar? Are you getting together to do something else and it's just a good time to have a cigar? Or, or what is it? Think that through before you go rooting around your humidor and you pull out something limited, something rare, whatever whatever term you want to go with, and you say, this is what we're going to have tonight. Um, because like last night, we weren't focused on the cigar. We smoked no, a really good cigar. Yes. But we weren't focused on it. We could have had pretty much anything at that point. And just been like, yeah, we're having cigars. We were having cigars just because we were we were outside standing by fire and thought it was a good time to have a cigar. Um, so that may have not have, may not have been the best choice. I'll kind of th- go ahead. I'll kind of compare it to something that the wife and I do constantly. And sometimes we'll have the TV on, and one of us will look at the other one and go, ah, "I just put something mindless on." And yep. The definition of that is something that either you really don't particularly care about or something you've, and I'll use this one for what we're talking about now, or something you've already seen before Mm -hmm. and you know what it's about. And if you're in here, maybe you'll pay attention to it, but you don't feel (laughs) obligated to sit here and watch it and be like, oh my God, I've never seen this. Yes. Last night, I wish I would have. Yeah, just smoked something that I had had before. Yes, something you already had, right. you are, you'd already known. Yes, I agree, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because <laughs> yeah, I was thinking back, like you know, I really would have liked to have sat and enjoyed that cigar. Now, having said that, did that make the cigar any worse? No, no. no we we still had a good cigar, and it it didn't make the that thought dawned on me about three quarters of the way through the cigar, so it didn't make my experience with the cigar any worse. Um, but it's something that I had never thought about, to be completely honest, until that moment. And I was like, wow, there are some things that, that could probably think through when it comes to choosing your cigar. No, you know, I, some of the things like, are you focused on the cigar? Or are, yes. is there something else that's going to have your focus? Because that's, that's going to dictate a little bit what you may or may not want to, to pull out of the humidor. You know, if you're sitting with a group of friends and the whole purpose is we're going to sit and we're going to have a cigar. Or if you're doing something like, hey, we're just going to sit around the fire and, um, you know, just relax. Okay, maybe you pull something nice then because you can spend some time. You you can put your attention on the cigar. Uh, But if you're, hey, we're handing out candy to (laughs) trick-or-treaters all night long. And it's freezing. Happy Halloween. It's freezing. And, yeah, maybe, you know, that's where, like Brenna said, you want to get something mindless. Maybe something you've had before or something that, something you could, if you, if you're, started to it and you're like yeah i'm enjoying this you could go pick up another one later and revisit um, so last night thing, i yeah. almost sorry i interrupted last no night, no go when you i said what are you guys smoking and you told me what you guys are smoking i almost said really out here and i decided <laughs> not to just to I go wish with you would the have. flow and i am now regretting because again yeah. As I got into the cigar, I'm like, man, I wish I could have sat and actually mm-hmm. not been fighting the wind. You know, yes. as you guys know, any of you cigar smokers, when you're outside and you're in the wind, the cigar is going to burn a little funny. Although Adam's comment last night was the funniest thing he said in a very long time. And he says a lot of very funny things. <laughs> so I looked at him and I said, huh, haven't had to relight, have you? <laughs> <laughs> and the reason he didn't have to relight is because the wind was yep. keeping his cigar lit for The wind for was keeping him. it lit for me. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. So go ahead. Sorry I interrupted your thought. No, I was just going to say, you know, some of the other things you may want to look at when, you, when you're planning which cigar you're going to grab is how much time are you willing to – are you going to spend? Are, are you just outside? It's, it's cold and you're going to be out there for 15 minutes? Again, you may not want to grab, you know, something like a double Corona to take out there for right. 15 minutes. <laughs> Um, ah, grab a Churchill. You can smoke it in ten. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too that that I always and this is one that is always I keep in mind because I've learned my lesson on this is when you go somewhere when you pull out a cigar if you're around other guys it, the cigar smokers are not when you pull out a cigar everybody is going to want a cigar. Yes, I agree. Um, and so if I'm going somewhere, I always do kind of a, a mental kind of who's going to be there. How many people? Am I taking cigars for everybody? Uh, because I, and I and to be and I'll be honest, I typically try to. I typically think in my head how many people are going to be there. Realistically, how many people are going to enjoy the cigar? Uh, because if I'm going somewhere with cigar smokers, I'm going to – if I'm going to have something, I'm going to have something for everybody. And I'm 
and I ha- I will typically will have something nice for everybody, and I and I will also pack along some things that if there are people there that just aren't cigar guys and they just want a cigar, I'll say, yeah, here you go, have this. It, it, yes. it's, that's not to say I'm giving them crap. No, 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 um, no, no, no. But I, I will keep some nicer things for somebody that I know is going to really enjoy it. Um, and in this case, with, with last night, using going back to our example here, I knew there was going to be Bruno, and I knew my two sons were going to be here. So I knew how many cigars that I needed for, for Halloween. And that's where I got to this afternoon. It dawned on me when I pulled my humidor out that I had I actually had had cigars I had purchased specifically for our Halloween get-together. Are you that serious? Weren't, yes. That weren't what we had last night. <laughs> Darn you. So, yeah. So in, in the weeks prior, I had already figured out who was coming to this who's coming to our, our little Halloween get together, how many cigars I needed to buy, what I was going to have for everybody. And then I totally forgot in the moment because it was just, Oh, yep. Let's go open the humidor, <laughs> grab this. Here's what we're having. All right. Um, so, and that's I'm not to say that if, if you're, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to interrupt you. Cause you're, yep. yeah. And yep. then we'll let you finish. So yes, I have one point there. So go ahead. I'll make, I'll, well, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I'm you're good, man. Rude you're good. tonight, I guess. No, you're good. I was going to say, I have a very close friend who's been a cigar smoker for uh, more years than I have, and I've been doing it over 20. <clears throat> and he is very specific, and do not feel bad for doing this. You, Everybody has friends that they know will enjoy something and friends that just want to partake. Yep. It's, the, it's with bourbons, scotches, cigars. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. So I have a friend who has his humidor, and he has another humidor. And because he has a lot of company, he has another humidor where he'll buy, they're not junk cigars, but they're yep. less expensive cigars. Right. He will take the band off mm-hmm. and he will put them in that humidor. And, hey, man, can I get a cigar? Yeah, go over that humidor right there. Pick out whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. So don't feel bad to, to give... N- people that just want to because you know the whole thing is is you're they're partaking in it which is going to get them talking which is what you i think want to do anyways you just want to sit around have cigars solve the world's problems but Mm -hmm. you might feel i'm not gonna say bad you might feel weird you know giving somebody who is going to smoke half the cigar and put it out a 15 or 20 dollar cigar yes yes uh, and that will happen. I've seen it happen. Yes. And, and there's no nice way of saying, hey, you're not done with that. <laughs> well, uh, pick that back up and keep going. There's that, no nice way to handle that situation, unfortunately. Well, there is for me one time when I had a very close friend over here who we started to watch a movie he wanted to watch. And we lit up our Hoya de Monterey Epicure number twos, both of us, because I was sharing <laughs> one with him. And my freaking power went out. So. Oh. In the room I have in the basement, of course, it's dependent on electricity for the ventilation. Yep. So at my normal pace, I smoked pretty much all of my cigar. And he got about a little bit over halfway, not much over halfway. And it's like, man, it, this cigar is a little strong. Hint, hint to Adam. And he <laughs> said, I'm done. I'm like, that's fine, man. I don't want you to get sick. Well, there was no way... On this planet, I was allowing that other half of that cigar to go to waste. So he left. I smoked it. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> you do have that option too. Just, yeah. just saying. I I have done that with with my boys. Um, I have one of my sons who is not afraid to get to about the halfway point and be like, you know what, I've had my fill, and he'll set it down. In <laughs> uh, Depending on what he ha- what what he's having at that time, I I've done that same thing where he'll le- he'll he'll leave the room or he'll he'll go. A lot of times, um, through the spring and summer, we will be in the garage. I mean, we've got we have television out there. We've got a table. We'll we'll sit out there. He'll go back inside and I will relight what he left just because I can't bear to see it just just go to waste. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. Not for a good one. No, no. And so that's. I, and you kind of covered what I was getting at is is don't be afraid to have those, um, have some things 
if you know there are going to be other people there that you're going to offer cigars to, don't be afraid to have a, a I'm going to use the term selection just to, to yes be nice there. Have a selection, and, and you are the keeper of that selection. You know who, who to offer what to. And Bruno made a good point there. Take the bands off. If people yeah. want to, if, if you're going to have be around people that are going to get nitpicky, take the bands off. Nobody has to know what you're giving them. Uh, one of the things that I that I really like that that uh, my dad does, he buys uh, bundle cigars, but yeah. he has found he's found these two lines that are made by a very premium cigar maker. Uh, that the their bundle lines are actually surprisingly good. He gets these bundles for less than thirty dollars a bundle, uh, and actually they don't even come in bundles. They they come in legit boxes, um, and they have the they're not disguised at all they have the the i'm gonna just throw it out there these are made by alec bradley they have alec bradley bands on them he he'll leave them in the boxes he'll leave the bands on those and he'll say yeah get you an alec bradley um and people at that point people are like oh yeah mo gave me an alec bradley um (laughs) so you know and that's a it's a good move on his point on his part because he's he's offering them a cigar made by a premium maker that he's not paying paying a premium yeah. price for. He's paying thirty dollars a box for them, roughly, um, and they're actually they're they're decent cigars. Yeah. So it's Don't a win be, for him. It's a win all the way around. On that point, he's he's got a, found a really good method there. Don't be afraid to try bundle cigars. Do not be stuck no. up with your cigars. No. Uh, yeah, I, I've been going through that myself, trying to find a good bundle that I like just to keep on hand. Um, that is a very good point. Get out there and try them. So and Adam that's just type something that was disturbing to me. Yeah, yeah. I just do that in our in our notes. So on our notes, I put in there. Did anyone answer our call for different brick and mortars for us to visit? And Adam wrote no. And the reason I remembered that is since our wives were together last night, they were <laughs> talking about. Okay, you two, pointing to the men, are responsible for telling us where we need to where go going. Yeah. for these lounges that you guys want to try and. You know, there are some local cities that we'd like to try, but <clears throat> I'd like to put the call out to you guys again to let us know. I mean, it's to the point of just let us know. It doesn't matter where you are. Eh, maybe not outside the United. Well, hell, why not outside the United States? <laughs> let us know where your Give us favorite. A goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let us know where your favorite brick and mortar is because that's what yeah. we want to start doing. The four of us really enjoy each other's company. The wives, they do their thing while we're having our cigars, and it yep. works out perfectly. So, yeah, guys, come on. Step it up. Yeah. If you've got a cool place, let us know. Let us know somewhere to go. East Coast, Midwest, any, anywhere in the U.S. at this point. Yeah. Let us know where where the cool places are so we can get out there and, and check your pla- check these places out. Um, and just get out there and, and visit the brick and mortars. And that's going to take us to, uh, you know, Bruno and I had an awesome, yeah. Halloween, awesome Halloween night. But um, yeah. this past Friday... We had another awesome night where we went and visited uh, Bruno, a B&M local to Bruno. I guess locals me too, closer to you. But, yeah. Um, nonetheless, we went to one of Bruno's local brick and mortars for a Tatuaje event. Yep, Mason Cigar Man. We'll just give him a call out on. Yeah, there. I told him. I told him they had call outs on eleven on episode eleven. I'll tell him now. They now they got one on twelve. On, yeah, on twelve. Yeah, if you're in the Cincinnati area, Mason Cigar Manor. Yes. Uh, I was really cool really. Place. Yeah, so Friday was my first visit to Mason Cigar Manor. Uh, Bruno's been telling me about it for a while now. And Friday was my first visit uh, for the Tatsuai event, and I thought Mason Cigar Manor was awesome. Uh, the staff that we met, um, Doug, I believe, yes. is who we, we interacted with the most. The staff, and Doug specifically, we, we talked in the humidor for a while, and I think Doug is actually going to come on uh, the podcast and, and have a conversation with us around a number of things. Uh, Doug was awesome. The The humidor at Mason Cigar Manor, I was really impressed with. A lot of cool lines. Uh, a lot of the, some of the lines we talk about on the podcast, uh, some things that I had been looking for, they had in their humidor. I was like, wow, this is really nice. Okay. And what I really was impressed with um, is one of the things that, that bothers me, and it almost really bothered me on Friday on the way. I almost didn't go to the event. Um, I'm not going to get into that. I I, I suffer from some, from some mental things. We'll, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> I think you guys could probably pick that up already if, if you're listening to this on a regular basis. Um, but I, I am awkward in groups of people. I'm very awkward around groups of people, especially people that I may not know. Um, and I am not. Weird, but, yeah, and Bruno is not. 
Bruno's the exact opposite. We are very opposite in that in that manner, it, which is odd because you go to a cigar event and most I've never met a cigar person that that I I would say is well I guess I could say that uh, I should maybe rethink that statement. Most cigar guys <laughs> that I've met have been awesome. Um, but what I really liked about Mason, so I am intimidated by groups of people, especially when it's my first visit somewhere. Uh, I'm just really off put by that. Went into the humidor, got my stuff. And we said, again, it was a Tatsuahe event. So I picked up all the Tatsuahe stuff that they had, uh, for the event, which was awesome. Yes, it was. And then what I really liked about Mason is Mason's Cigar Manor is a cigar lounge in a house, not like someone's (laughs) house. I mean, it, it is a house, but it's not someone's who someone's house they're living in they've taken this house the first floor you go in that's kind of the main floor it's where the humidor is that's where the the staff the register all that jazz that's where you all that is you go up the steps and each room of the house this would have these would have been bedrooms living rooms whatever they're separate sitting areas uh each is like its own little lounge area so you you're not in just one room with with the entire event you're you have the ability to to kind of wander around you've got different areas which was nice so uh, we ran into someone that was a a regular at the brick and mortar that Bruno and I Bruno and I used to work at. Uh, someone I hadn't seen in years, which was was nice to to see him and catch up. Um, so we ended up we were able to find a, a a little section one of the rooms that was completely empty. Had some chairs and Bruno myself and the fellow this fellow that uh, we had known for years, and then another one of Bruno's friends that I had just met uh, on Friday. We were able to to get our space, and it was nice. Uh, we had a nice little space. And one of the things that I that I found interesting, we've talked about this on the podcast. We go into to this this uh, this room. We sit down. You know, we've got your table there. We're all cutting cigars. Look up on the wall. There's a television. Now, yep. what I found interesting about that, Bruno, was that television turned on? Nope, <laughs> it was not. But there was a television uh, in case. And I liked that the option was there because Correct. as the night went on, the event was winding down. Um, another group came into to the area next to us where there was also a television with the sole intent. They were they wanted to watch the World Series. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, cool. If that's great. what your group's there for. Yeah. You have the you, you have Mason Cigar Manor took it to their members and said to you, if you guys want TVs, it's on you guys to to manage it. I think I was told that you know that that the members put up the money to purchase the televisions. They did, and they had the ability to turn them on, turn them off. If, if they don't want the television on, it's it goes off. If there's something like Friday night, the World Series, a group came in said we want to watch the World Series. They went in, turned on the World Series, and kicked back yep. and watched the World Series. So that was I I thought that was really a cool way to handle it, having the multiple areas and giving the members the option. If you want the television on, there it is. If you want to talk, which is what we did, and that was one of the things that struck me. I I told Bruno this uh, yesterday when we got together. I said, you know, Bruno, we didn't take any pictures at now we were too busy talking. There was no social (laughs) yeah there was no social media posts at all. No, Um, we should have. We should have, but. That's to say that the event we we spent the entire time there, interacting with other people, having yes. good conversations. I don't think there was at one point of that night, Bruno, where I, other than when I was looking to see if, if my wife was texting me, <laughs> we, nobody in the really in in the group we were with, nobody was on their phones at all. No, other than Bruno playing music yeah. at one point, but <laughs> well, yeah. there was never attempting there was never to. yeah yeah attempting to. There was never a point where everyone was just heads down looking at their phones. Uh, there was a great conversation between the four of us that were in the area we were in, uh, that, per, that just totally wiped out any need to pull the phone out of my pocket and think, yep. "Hey, I need a picture for social media." And if you and need any solutions for the world's problems, we have them all from that. We one have them conversation. all. Yes, that was that was the most that was the the one of the, my favorite parts of that night was that there was no need to play on your phone. No, it. We were there for I don't know how a couple hours. Oh um, wow! Yeah. It, probably close to three hours and that's one of the things that i really like about mason cigar manor so anybody that lives in ohio and every state is a little bit different with their laws when of course years ago when they passed the smoking ban you could be grandfathered in if you were an already existing brick and mortar but if you were going to be new it had to be a standalone building so Mason Cigar Manor took this house, a very old house. It's probably, I would estimate, 100 years old. Yeah. It's just very cool inside, and they yep. converted it into a very large yeah. lounge. So 
a couple bathrooms, kitchen area, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. One of the and, things. And I like, go ahead. I, I no, just had you go a ahead. thing. I'll sh- I, no, I was going to say, you know, one of the things I liked is they do special things for their members. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if they you're do. willing to take, if you're willing to go the extra mile and become a member, they're willing to go the extra mile as well. They, they had a members only bar. Uh, mm-hmm. In one of the in one of the rooms, that if you're a member, hey, if you show up, you need you want you need a drink, you need some bourbon, you need a scotch, it's there. Um, and I like that that they they are like, hey, you're willing to support us, we're we're going to support you as well. Here's some things that we're going to do for our members uh, to incentivize people to become members. I thought that was great. In uh, the atmosphere of Mason Cigar Manor, it was such a cool uh, cool vibe. They are that, good people. Yes, yes, very much, very cool. The staff was very nice. Um, It was a great, great event, and I can't say enough nice things about Mason Cigar Manor. Like I said, if you're in the Cincinnati area, yes, definitely want to. Yeah, you definitely want to check out Mason Cigar Manor. The humidor was very nice. A lot of good stuff inside the humidor. The staff were awesome. The atmosphere of the whole the whole building was very, very cool. I cannot wait to go back to Mason Cigar Manor to be honest. So, So that was really cool. Go ahead. Talking about, well, talking about the humidor in general, there's something that we were in there talking to Doug and we were looking around because I wanted Adam to get to talk to the people that were, I had talked to him. I've been going there for quite a while. They're actually getting ready to celebrate their second year. One of the things that we were talking to Doug about was there were some empty boxes on the shelf. And, you know, we're always interested to know, you know, during COVID, it was really bad. You had troubles with um, supply chain. So we started to talk to Doug about some of the empty boxes that were in there. And it was very interesting to find out that, and I don't know, I don't think it was like this pre-COVID, but a lot of these cigar manufacturers and, and distributors are requiring you to buy X amount of facings so... to even get a delivery. So and yeah, Bruno. Let me let me. Yeah, I, you I can share. Yeah, I can share some insight on that. I I attribute this back. Um, I think this is this is it's went on longer than I think than a lot of people know. And just to to kind of shed some light on the overall topic, uh, I'll start with the big one that I think a lot of people are aware of. So Liga Pravada. Everybody knows Liga. Um, everybody wants their local brick and mortar to carry Liga Pravada. There was a time when Liga was was not that easy to find. Yes, I uh, remember and that. The re- and the reason being wasn't that it was completely just limited edition stuff. It was that Drew Estate, the company that makes Liga Pravada, had some uh, requirements that had to be met before a brick and mortar could carry Liga Pravada. Now, one of their requirements, and this may have changed. Uh, I know this. This is going back a number of years to yeah. when and I know when Bruno and I worked this. in the brick and mortar. This is why we didn't carry Liga Profada. Yeah. One of the requirements was that you had to requ- you had to carry all every of facing of Drew Estate in your humidor. Yep. All of it. Now, if you've got a small brick and mortar with a small humidor, that's a lot. Shell space is yeah. valuable. Yeah, very valuable. Um, and, and if you think about Drew Estate, that's a lot of facings. Yes. Uh, Acid has a number of facings just in its own line. Uh, not counting some of the other Jew estate stuff, you know, then you've got Undercrown, you've got Acid, you've got the Tabac. Um, so you have to carry a, a facing of all of the line just to be able to order Liga. Right. So that's kind of the, the overall thought there. And one of the things that, to, to take it even a step further, that Bruno and I learned uh, on Friday, there were some empty boxes. And what we were told is that, yes, this particular company requires that if I'm going to place an order to refill this box, I have to order four different facings in addition to the box I'm refilling. Yes. Um, and so that that's not a cheap order. So if you're just refilling what your regulars are, are smoking through and you have to order four other facings or sizes that maybe aren't moving, that can be a little pricey. Uh, so just... And, and this is more of, of kind of almost like a PSA to say, if you're going to your brick and mortar and you see a, you're, you're smoking something and you see that, hey, the, the Robusto is getting emptied out and it's not getting refilled. Uh, it may be because now to refill that Robusto box, they have to order four other <laughs> boxes. You know, right. Maybe the, the Toro or maybe the Double Corona isn't selling and they don't want to order another box of those. Um, until they absolutely have to, because again, you know, shelf space is valuable and storage space is valuable. 
Uh, and so that's some of the requirements that companies are putting out there. It says, hey, if, if, if you need to restock the Robustos, you've got to order four other facings w- when you bu- order your one facing of your one Robusto box. Um, so that's something that if you see that happening, if you're going into your humidor and you say, hey, the Robusto, you know, it doesn't have to be Robusto. I'm using it as an example. Yeah. The oh, Robusto yeah. box is, is, is empty. Um, is is there a reason? Do I need to, to help? You know, in, it, it, I'm trying to think how, how to word this because – here I'll do. I, it. I know we all have our preferences in size, <clears throat> uh, but if your brick and mortar, you know your you're cleaning out the robusto, and they have to sell through the Toro and maybe you know the Corona, maybe the Grande, whatever. If those aren't moving, maybe they can't replace your size. Yes, and that's when you have to kind of maybe bite the bullet and say, hey. Do I need to start picking up the other sizes as well? Because once those, once it's it's feasible for the brick and mortar to say, okay, yep, now I need to order all four facings, I can do that. Uh, then they can restock that empty Robusto box. So the moral of the story is basically as follows. A, be patient with your tobacconist. B, yes. understand that they have to make money to stay open, which means they need to buy cigars that move. And C... If you run into a scenario where your favorite cigar, let's say there's six boxes of a specific cigar that you're really enjoying, and you're noticing that, as Adam said, maybe your Robusto isn't there anymore, ask them. Communicate with yes. them. Say, hey, you know, I, I really like the Robusto. Is there a reason that those are empty and the other ones are full? And they may tell you, well, yes, yes, there is. We have to buy X amount of facings in order to get the Robusto. Okay, yes. thank you. And go buy some of the other sizes. I don't necessarily like not smoking Robustos, but I will. And that was yeah. one of the things that everybody who knows me who was there at this event was having <laughs> a blast with because I was smoking a Tatuai um, skinny, monster, monster. skinny Monster cigar, which is a smaller diameter cigar. So and I was consciously, yeah, I was consciously <laughs> not smoking yes. it fast. <laughs> yes, everyone's looking at Bruno like he's gonna be he's gonna be through this skinny monster in five minutes. He's he's gonna go through everything he just purchased tonight. Right. And, and yeah, it was it was entertaining to watch. But yeah, th- that is a great point you said there. You know, if you see something like that, feel ask your tobacconist. Yeah, talk. I can to tell them. you as a former tobacconist, I would much rather the 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 customer comes to me and asks me a question than to assume that, oh, they're just not going to get it anymore and just and start shopping elsewhere. Right. Don't you get know, angry with them. Talk to them. Yeah. Ask. Just say, hey, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, I, I like this in the Robusto size. Is there a reason why? Is there more on the way? Is there, is there something going on? Your tobacconist will appreciate the question and they will give you the honest answer. Um, a lot of it, there's, it's, it's a lot of, hey, the customers don't necessarily need to know how many boxes of this I have to order to get it on the shelf because the customer doesn't care. Right. Uh, so the tobacco, there's not a sign out there that's going to say, hey, you got to order four boxes to get these <laughs> on your shelf. So just, again, open that dialogue up with your, with your tobacconist. Yes, that's please. the beauty part Talk of, to them. of, yes, of going to your local brick and mortar. Build up that, that rapport with your tobacconist. Build, you know, go through that dialogue. They will take care of you and answer all of your questions. They will. I guarantee it. And if they don't, maybe they're not a great brick and mortar to freak with. That's true. <laughs> there yeah. are probably others. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. Just keep that in mind when, when your boxes are getting low and you're wondering, why Why are these empty? Have they yeah, reordered just, these? Are they going to? Ask them. They'll, they'll, they'll yeah, tell you. Just, just talk to them. Don't get angry and be like, oh, I'm never coming back here again. Yeah. There may be a very good reason why that isn't there. It, it just... Yep. Remember, everyone, they have to make money in order to stay open. So to have a specific size or a specific brand of your cigar, but they have to buy 10 other brands or sizes that don't sell, they they have to be able to make money to keep their doors open. Yeah, there there is a very intricate workings behind all of all of this it's, it's really really crazy and that's where we're hoping to we're going to have hopefully we'll get doug from mason cigar manor and we're going to go into that conversation we're going to deep dive into that and we'll take you give you a look a, a peek behind the curtain yeah. in the life of a tobacconist <laughs> the wizard of Oz. Uh, so bruno you and i i know you and i've smoked a number of cigars this week so let's uh all let's right talk about them i'm uh, gonna move start with a what, couple yeah you want to start with what we had at mason so what Do you we remember had at what mason? we had 
Um, I know we had the Skinny Monsters. Skinny Monsters, <laughs> and I believe, I believe we had the Skinny Monsters, J- the Jason. Uh, it may not be the J- it may not be the. J- it may be I the don't fr- remember the which ones they were, but I'm I enjoyed both sure of them. That's the one we started with. Okay. Um. So, we both had that. Uh. Which, I mean, it. These this these are weird women because if you've ever had the Tatsuya Skinny Monsters, it's not like we're gonna say they're terrible. No, no Tatsuya <laughs> is terrible. Coming. Yeah, you guys all know what's coming here. They were great. Yeah, they were. Um, what else did you you had? What else did you have that night? <sighs> I I smoked another Skinny Monster, but it was difficult for us to tell. Yeah, the bands were so tiny. Yeah, it's hard ba- to see. The bands were t- which was which. Yeah, we're kind of old. Well, at least <laughs> even with my little one and a half cheaters on. I still couldn't see it. Um, so the point here is the Tatsuya Skinny Monsters are good. <laughs> exactly. In the end, that's doesn't the matter which one you get. Or just all Tatsuya cigars are good. Just the end I, of conversation yeah. with that. I, I I just had the 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 Skinny Monsters the face um, an hour or so ago actually, and yeah, it was good. Had it with uh, both my sons had one and they loved it as well. Um, there was it was nice because. The spice on the the face was not front and center. Uh, it was a nice kind of baking spice that really was prominent on the retro hail. Um, I first noticed it on the draws. Yeah, there's a slight spice here. And then my my son looked at me and says, Yeah, there's a nice little spice here. It's not too too heavy. And then I retro hailed it. And I said, Holy shit, this is Christmas baking spice. Retro the first thing that came to my mind is... was retro hail is is blowing the smoke out through your nose. Right. I just want to it's make drawing sure in like you normally would, and then blowing it through your nose, and you get some additional um, notes through the the retro hail that you maybe didn't taste on the palate. And in this case, it very much did. It reminded me immediately of a gingerbread cookie. Um, it was very very nice. That was a very very. I was really excited about that. I'm glad I have a few more of those in the humidor still because it was quite good. That's actually Bruno what I had bought for Halloween. Okay. Um, which oh, wow. you have a couple I, I sent a couple of those home with you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> those are very nice um i'm trying to think what am, oh the uh this one i had this week which was really a surprise to me i shouldn't have been i shouldn't say surprise but i was i was really happy with it atl cigar company oh, black yeah i really enjoyed that cigar yes you had this before and i i picked it up friday uh and had it i don't remember which day i had it uh, i think saturday maybe and this is one that I liked a lot for yeah. a very a very weird reason. Ooh. In that I liked it because there's a lot of flavor, a lot of complexity to it, but it didn't demand my attention. And let me yeah, define what I mean that by that. Bit. Yeah. So what what I mean when I say it didn't command my attention is there are cigars that are very f- complex, very full full flavored, full bodied cigars that that when they hit your palate you just that's that's the only thing that, that you can i mean the the flavor just punches you in the mouth the the atl black didn't do that in that i could if i wanted to sit there and really dissect it and look and get into the nuance of the flavor there was tons of complexity tons of flavor there and i could do that if i wanted to just have the cigar and i had i think i had a football game on tv and i wanted to watch the football game i could do that as well and it it wasn't demanding that i paid attention to it on every draw and i really liked that all right that, that I makes kinda, sense i could zone out for for a minute or two and just watch the football game and then come back right back to the cigar and it was it was cool i liked that um that was something that i i don't want to say i had never experienced before but i think it's it's more rare i think usually a cigar is either it's on in that it's it's full full right in your face just all yeah. the time, or it's it's off to where it's just like yep it's it's yeah it's just just that this one I, I really liked that the it had tons of complexity where if you really wanted to sit and focus on a cigar this it was the one to do it um, it had a lot going on it was a lot to like about that cigar so what do you I think do wanna, I I really loved it and I think I'm going to um, it looks like I'm looking now. They have four other cigars that is that from that line: the Wise Blood, the Magic, the Good Trouble, and the Phi Fye. That I would like to try because I would agree. I really was surprised by that cigar. Also, I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. Now the other, um, I don't know. Have you had any of the? 
uh, let me find my browser here before I forget the name of the cigar. Or not forget the name, but just... F- oh, did I really close that tab before we started? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love when I, I've got tabs open where I'm like, oh, I'm going to save this. Here it is. I don't know that you've, ha- that you've had... Have you had the protocol yet, Bruno, that we picked up? We picked no. up the protocol cyber crimes unit. You haven't. Okay, so I'll, no. I'll stop there. Yeah, stop there because I want to try it. So we'll yeah, talk about it. Yeah, we will talk about it. Uh, protocol was – it's a line that I was not familiar with. Um, Me neither. Until Friday. We saw it on the shelf. It was very eye-catching. And the line that we picked up was called the Protocol Cyber Crimes Unit, which is right up my alley. Um, so I said, this is the one that I have to try. <laughs> Tell them the interesting um, fact about that cigar, the Protocols, what it's made yeah, by, so who it's distributed it, it, by. Yeah, so the – the protocol it's it's owned by i believe they're all former law enforcement yes and each of the lines is named for it's it's based around uh law enforcement like the ones we had were the cyber crimes unit i believe there was the um what was i'm trying to think of some of the other I names now remember i know we bought um, a couple yeah and the only one that i can remember now is the cyber crimes unit because like i said it, it is it very much had my name all over it um but I'm not going to go into this since Bruno hasn't had it yet. Yeah, I will just give yet. you the de- I'll give you the details on it. Uh, Nicaraguan Rosado Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. Uh, it's made at the La Zona factory, uh, which is Eric Espinosa's factory, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La Zona Eric Espinosa. Um, so that's kind of the, the high level details around it. Uh, once Bruno has it, we'll, we'll talk about it more. But very eye catching displays. Um, the box was very eye catching. Uh, on the cyber crimes unit, the box is uh, the box is it's wood color, but the the back of the box is black with matrix like green and white um, binary code coming down, very matrix esque, which caught my eye. <laughs> well, of course so, it did. Exactly right. And so that was cool. It, 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 that's I, I don't want to pivot too hard here. Um, you know, well, that's maybe a, a topic for for the next episode. Is you know, what do you look for when you go to a humidor and you're picking up something brand new? Um, yeah, yeah. Where are we at here? Yeah, yeah, we're coming up on f- just past forty-seven minutes, so yep. we'll, that's a topic that we'll just yep. put in the notes for a future episode because that's exactly how I approached Friday night. Was I went into a brand new, brand new humidor with nothing? I went in looking for nothing specific, other than I was there for a Tatsuwahe event, but all the Tatsuwahe stuff was outside of the humidor, right? <laughs> uh, so I went into this humidor just taking it all in, and so that's a good conversation around. You know, you walk into a humidor with nothing on your on your mind. To I'm here to pick up thing X. How do you how do you find new brands? How do you find new lines? What do you look for? How do you do it? Talk to um, the tobacconist. Yes, you talk to your tobacconist. <laughs> um, but so yeah, that's something we we can yeah, take a deep dive into in a future episode. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, what about you? Is there anything anything that you've had that? Um, uh, I have had a couple pretty good cigars. I was looking at them before. Amiquered Carida Triku which is something I picked up in the brick and mortar in my hometown. Uh, let's see, I was reading about it a little bit earlier. It's Nicaraguan, but there's a surprise with a Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. I had it. It was what they're considered their red label. And I also picked up their blue label, which is the An- Ancho, which I have not had yet, which supposedly is a, is a little fuller. This was... A good medium cigar, and then the other one that I had was a Boa Vida, which was um, I had the uh, Toro, Honduran Nicaraguan medium strength. I really enjoyed both of them. They were both really really good cigars. I haven't done a review for them on our official site, but yeah, those are the two things that I sent you pictures of mm-hmm. so you could post it. That I really enjoyed them. They were good. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I, I picked up a few things while we were at the event. The one that I that I'm looking forward to trying the most, I just haven't gotten around to it because I'm trying to find the right time. Is I picked up the barbacoa breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, it's it's a thing where I I haven't found the the right time for it because anytime I remember I have it, I've already had one cigar <laughs> and I don't want to try something new and not appreciate it properly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I picked up the barbacoa that. breakfast tacos. Um. What else did I pick up? Anything else new? The protocol barbacoa. 
I think the other stuff we picked up was stuff that we had already been familiar God, with. Like remember. all the Tatsuwahe stuff. Yeah, yeah it's all it's, the Tatsuwahe it's stuff. All running the, together. Uh, it's like, I don't remember what I bought. Yeah. I'll just. I think we picked I, up another of the, the. They didn't have the 20th anniversary. Uh, no, they, they didn't. They had the 10th anniversary. Bombed. We picked up the 10th, uh, but the 20th didn't show. We didn't have the 20th, so that's still still out there. Uh, I just read today, actually, that it is it is officially out on the shelves. So the Tatsuwahe 20th anniversary. It's out there. It's available. Well, when you find it. it at your local tobacconist, because you always seem to find that, I'll take two, and I'll even pay you for them. Yep. I, <laughs> I know the process on that. So, <laughs> it, it, I, it seems like I've had something else that I was wanting to – something new. Um, nope, that's the protocol score sheet that I have to finish. So, no, I think the pro- – I've had the protocol, but I can't talk about that one here. Nope, not um, yet, please. <laughs> And the the ATL maybe it's the ATL that I'm thinking that I'm remembering that we we already discussed the ATL black which was nice. Yes. Uh, so if you see the ATL nice. stuff, definitely pick that up. That's been the ATL black I, I liked a lot. That's the only one I've had so far. Um, I will definitely be looking to to get some of the other stuff and try it. But if you see it out there, it's definitely worth picking up. And you know we'll we'll talk on episode 13 about picking up new stuff and how you find new stuff. But for now. You know, we, we covered the points, Bruno. Um, we yeah. were talking pre-show thinking, hey, I don't know yeah. if we've got 50 minutes on us tonight. <laughs> oh, God, and we're already at 51 minutes. Yeah. In other words, we just 50. like to run our mouths, but that's okay. We do. Hopefully people <laughs> yeah. listen. We just like to talk. So so thank you guys again yes, for, thank for you. checking out the, the podcast. This is episode 12. Um, let us know uh, social media. Hit us up. Let us know the, the brick and mortars in your area. Yes, please. You've got a cool place. Um, let us know about it. We are going to start. You know, the whole point of it is just it's 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 not – I'm trying to think. I, I want to be clear that it's not, hey, where, where's a cool place we can go record a podcast at? No. No. It's where's a cool place for us to go check Smoke. it out their lounge <laughs> and have a cigar and, and – just be another person in a cigar lounge. That's yes. all. That's uh, it. So if you've got a cool place where you're like, man, my lounge, is, my, my local place is the best. They got the best humidor. They got an amazing lounge. Uh, staff is amazing. We want to know about that Tell place. Us. Let us know. Um, because we're planning on in twenty in 20, 2024 getting out and checking these, some of these places out. So we need to know where we should be looking to to go. Um, obviously, we've got we, there's some big names we could we could write down on the list and be like yeah we're gonna go here here and here but no I want to know the I want to know, know the, the small ones. places that yeah. yeah the places that maybe are, are under the radar a little bit the the, the you know the the locals only type places uh, so let us know about those uh, and with that you know thank the you thescarmatchpodcast.com yeah. uh, Instagram Facebook Twitter all that stuff you know where to find us uh, thank you guys everybody Ever who is so tuned much. in to this episode. And uh, let us know any feedback. Let us know there. If not, you know we will talk to you guys again in two weeks for episode thirteen. Yes, um, lucky episode thirteen. Episode thirteen should be fun, Bruno. We're getting into the holiday season, which means <laughs> a lot of cool. Um, I'm just gonna say it, a lot of cool Fuente stuffs coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So we, we will we will start down that rabbit hole. All right. Bit. Um, so. Thank you guys again for sticking around. Check us out on episode 12. We will talk to you guys again in two weeks for episode 13. Until then, keep smoking cigars. Yes. Keep